All right, welcome back to the Blue Brothers Sportscast. I'm Caleb, and with me as always is Brandon. Uh, throwing something a little bit new at you guys. Uh, this is going to be the standard moving forward. Our, we usually recorded on Sunday nights, uh, but with scheduling and things like that, we're going to be moving recording to Monday nights. So just uh, don't be weirded out that you don't see episodes on Mondays. You can prepare for episodes to be, re- be released on Tuesdays. Uh, that mm, should potentially stay the same through the uh, football season, but we'll tackle that when we get there. We're getting things ready for that and some things that we're going to be making adjustments to for the episodes, bringing you guys some new exciting stuff with content once football comes around. So you can prepare for that to come uh, late late August, early September. But uh, Brandon, you uh, ready to jump into things then? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, so we'll start with everybody's favorite segment because it's always the most random stuff we can find. (laughs) So did you know, Brandon, what do you have for us this week? Uh, Did you know that you'll spend approximately three months of your life on the toilet? (laughs) That's... (laughs) That's an interesting one. Uh, I remember hearing the one about how long you'll stay or how much time you'll spend stopped at red lights. And I'm trying to think if that's more or less than three months. <laughs> that's that's going to bug me now. But I can only imagine that that number varies so much, though. Especially yeah, I mean, now if with... you have a medical condition or something like that, I'm you know, I'm sure. Well, uh, yours would be longer. Well, not just uh, that, but I mean, some people tend to take longer in general, but now, especially with the use of smartphones, people aren't always necessarily <laughs> in a hurry to be done. Right. <clears throat> so, but that's, uh, that's an interesting one. There you go. You could, um, oh, what what is it? You could be efficient and you could use that time and, you know, read a self-betterment book or self-improvement. I don't know. <laughs> Use that time or you wisely. Or you just scroll through Twitter like most people. <laughs> yeah. Very true. So, how do you spend your time? Did you know? So, all right. Well, that's uh, that's a good one there. If that ever does come up on a uh, trivia show, you'll be ready for that one. But uh, that's just moves us on into the next segment for us which keeping things with brandon brandon you've got scary stats of the week and what do we have this week uh i found an interesting thing about the nhl um you know with the the finals going on um you know i was kind of looking up some interesting stuff about the nhl here and i got something kind of cool So I looked up, I was wondering who had the most goals scored as a team total in a season. Mm -hmm. And so I was looking through like the top 10, uh, the top five goal scoring seasons for teams in NHL history are all by the Edmonton Oilers, the teams from the eighties. Okay. And this, their span from 1981 to 1986. Wow. 
Yeah, so that I mean that goes to tell you how good those teams were. Uh, did they, I mean, did the they bulk have, of those goals, huh? Uh, I, so this is going to be like a insight onto how much I don't know about hockey. Did they have champ multiple championships during that time? Oh yeah, they won like I believe four cups in a row. The the late the late seventies and the eighties were dominated by two teams. It was the Islanders were like in the early, late seventies, early eighties, and then uh, the Oilers. So like the Islanders won, I think, either four or five in a row. Oh wow! Okay. And then the, the Oilers won almost as many. But I mean that, that those Oilers teams were pretty amazing. I mean they had Wayne Gretzky, Mark Messier, Yari Curry. Paul Coffey and Glenn Anderson. And all of those guys are like in the top 200 scores in the NHL history. Nice. Yeah. And all the, they're on the hall of fame as well. So uh, hockey. Yeah. For my expan- yeah. For your health, my expansive knowledge on that sport. <laughs> yeah. I, I do kind of, I need to be better about that. Every single year, I'm like, oh, I need to watch more hockey, and especially like postseason hockey. And then it just escapes me. <laughs> you, you need to hold me accountable to that. Well, if the Stanley Cup ends up going to Game Seven, you definitely need to watch that because there's nothing better than a Game Seven Stanley Cup final. Nice. Yeah, Game Seven um, uh, elimination game. For most things is pretty epic, but yeah, I've heard good things about hockey. I've caught it every once in a while, but never on a regular basis. So, but that that is my bad, my failure. But what is not? Is then the rock moment of the week, which I feel a little weird about this one because I was trying to find something more general, more you know something that everybody would be able to um, appreciate. But I don't know. I was kind of, I was kind of looking and I feel like not a whole lot happened in the past week that really clarified for anything or classified for anything that was really epic. Um, I was thinking about sharing some stuff from the uh, Apple announcements today, but that was kind of, you know, <laughs> Meh. That's all uh, they did away with the old um, trash can Mac Pro. Yeah. And also, considering that Apple is $6,000 for their computer, I don't think we know very many people that will be doing anything with that anytime soon. <laughs> right. So, uh, in the spirit of our new formatted show, I decided to share a personal rock moment of the week. And that is, I officially finished Breaking Bad for the first time, watched it start to finish. It was Friday that I finished it and watched the last episode. So, uh, initial takes, really good show. I've I've not watched a ton of TV shows. I do not have an expansive knowledge in all TV shows, but really good. Definitely, I would put it in my top five probably top three without having to spend too much time thinking about it but nice. the the weird thing i will say about this and this is not to downplay it i got through all of it with just one spoiler uh um, 
and it was by happenstance. It was unfortunate and kind of ticked me off, actually. Thanks, stupid internet. But um, <laughs> the thing that threw me off a little bit, and I was explaining it to somebody this, uh, today at work, is that everybody... Th- there were all the people that were upset with Game of Thrones. And then I saw this side conversation going on with a lot of people where they were saying, when was the last time we there was a really good show that had a really strong ending? And a ton of people were bringing up Breaking Bad. So I was really looking forward to the end of it because with the way that the show went through, like every season they had some kind of a twist, some kind of a big thing happen. So with everybody kind of saying how happy they were with how Breaking Bad ended, I kind of anticipated that there would be something more on the epic side. But the final episode wasn't really like that. It, it, It brought the closure. Like, it gave you closure. And it wrapped things up nicely. But I was kind of expecting a little bit more just by how much people talked about it. So that was the only thing that was a little bit of a downer. It's not really a negative thing. It was just kind of like, aw. You know, people got my hopes up a little bit. So, but all in all, like super awesome. I don't, I can't think of another show with that many seasons that ha- that I've seen that has had that much unexpected content with each season. So, because yeah, you've seen that, right? Yeah, I watched the whole thing through once, and then I think I watched like half of it again and then i kind of lost track um yeah i mean it's a great show um the last episode was actually pretty good too i mean for a finale Mm -hmm. you know sometimes sometimes when you have a great show like the last episode kind of just you know fails to keep your interest but um breaking bad i felt like did a good job yeah yeah no and that's the thing too it's just like i'm not at all saying uh, in any way that the show was bad or that the last episode was bad it was just that people kind of built me up to have it be more than it was so it was yeah. kind of a bummer so no no like negativity or anything for me it was just kind of like i hate you people because you <laughs> so for instance like let's put it this way if game of thrones did not happen and not on all that stuff on social media didn't happen where everybody was just like my favorite ending to a show was breaking bad i probably would have been completely satisfied so happy expectations met probably exceeded with the end of the show but because there was so much talk and reference to it it got Mm -hmm. me thinking on what it might be or how big it could be which was not exactly the case but it was still it was so real good so if you haven't seen it i recommend it um i don't know i'm can't really think of anything that would be great to compare it to, but it is, uh, it is a pretty intense show. So, yeah. But with that, we'll actually continue with the, the TV show talk as we go on to... We had our question of the week last week, and we had good interaction uh, from it. And thank you, everybody, for your responses. We'll be going through them here for our uh, to- uh, for this first topic that we will be covering. And just a refresher, our question of the week last week was, what are the five films you have seen the most times? 
Uh, let me go real quick and share with you what um, Brain and I shared. So my list was Homeward Bound, Donnie Darko, Braveheart, Signs, and then we had a bunch of honorable mentions for the fifth one. And Brandon's list was Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, The Secret of the Ooze, specifically, Nightmare on Elm Street, Mighty Ducks 2, Star Wars A New Hope. So uh, I will go ahead. I think we both have two lists to share. Mm -hmm. So um, let's go... um, Let's go ahead and share all the lists. So I'll share the two I have, and then you can share who has yours and what's on their list. And then we'll kind of pick out some of the uh, favorites from those lists. Uh, I've got a message from Terry on our Facebook page. His list was uh, in order one to five. Happy Gilmore, Major Pain, Saving Private Ryan, uh, the Bourne series movies, and then Remember the Titans. So got some pretty good ones in there. And then if we go to Twitter, uh, one of the responses was from Wolverine Butter. And his list was Star Wars, Princess Bride, Grease 2, Big Lebowski, and Braveheart. So recognize a couple in there. Brandon, uh, then what do you have? Yeah, we got another one from Twitter. Um, We got Justin Ham. He's at JustHam07. He has How High, The Other Guys, Happy Gilmore, Like Mike, Toy Story. And then he also has some honorable mentions. He's got Liar Liar, Billy Madison, Shooter, Hardball, and D2, The Mighty Ducks. Nice. And we had one more who's also from Twitter. Uh, (laughs) This guy's name is uh, Chris Illich is a cheapskate. Quinn is an idiot. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> so nice nice uh shot here at some detroit uh gms and owners uh he is at socks underscore dorsey uh his movies he's got here he's got the natural cannonball run the wrong guys smoky and the bandit and caddyshack oh man some good ones wow that's that's an interesting list that last one yeah, it's you know it's kind of eclectic, kind of like ours was. Yeah, <clears throat> can you say? Can you go through that list again? The last one. Yeah, here one second. I'm bringing it right back up. Okay, it is the natural, Cannonball Run, the Wrong Guys, Smokey and the Bandit, and Caddyshack. Huh. Okay, I know I know the natural and Caddyshack. And um I know all of them but the wrong guys. I'm not sure what the wrong guy is is. He said it says in parentheses, don't ask, and then there's a laughing smiley face. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Oh gosh. So the wrong guys. It's from nineteen ninety seven. It's a comedy thriller and it has Dave Foley in it. And, and Jennifer Tilly. And it's about the Cub Scout, Boy Scout something, or a knockoff? It, it says, after his boss is murdered, Nelson is on a run of fear of, for fear of prosecution. He hides out in a small town to avoid the police, which should be easy because they know he didn't do it and they aren't looking for him. What? 
And the poster looks like a ripoff of the usual suspects. This is hilarious. It's I'll... got a set it's got a seven out of ten on IMDB. Oh wait, 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 hold on. Is that am I looking at the wrong thing? No, this is the right one. Weird. Huh. Now now I'm intrigued. I might have to try to watch Wait, that. So that's, no, that's the wrong guy. <laughs> See, we're even finding the wrong movies here. <laughs> okay, the I wrong was like, guy wait a minute. Has, has Louis Anderson and Richard Lewis in it. Okay. Okay, uh, and it's from 1988. Yeah. So, yep, that's the Cub Scout one that you were talking about. Okay. Okay, all right, there we hey, go. Hey, but wait, was... we discovered a new movie here with Dave Foley in it. That sounds pretty interesting. There you go. Yeah. No, the now, more you now... know. Uh, I'm kind of intrigued. We might have to check that one out. Well, um, from the ones that were shared, I mean, you've got some of the ones that aren't too surprising. You've got those comedies like uh, Caddyshack, uh, Billy Madison. Happy Gilmore. Yeah, Happy Gilmore. Major Pain was another one that uh, I kind of forgot. I've I've watched that a decent amount of times. It probably wouldn't have cracked my list, but I have watched that one several times. So kind of funny that... I think was the only sports movie. Oh no, the natural and remember the Titans. Cause the natural was on there. I forgot about that. So oh, Caddyshack is a sports movie too. Oh, true. <laughs> I always forget about that, <laughs> but yeah. So some de- decent lists there. Um, gosh, I think I've only seen the natural once. Yeah. I think I've only seen it once as well. Um, I'm not, so I'm trying to, okay. So here's going to be something that's terrible. And people might hate me for it, but I have never <laughs> seen The Big Lebowski. Oh man, that's one of those I've, movies. I've seen that... it quite a few times. It's it's not in my top five, maybe not even in my top ten, but I've seen it quite a few times. Yeah, I mean, I I've seen so many bits and pieces. That's one of those movies that's on TV a lot, or you see it different places, and you catch a lot of different parts with it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I uh, I have not seen that whole movie, so. But yeah, some good lists and you can see, I see with some of them uh, where you would see what you've watched, either people watching with their kids or people having watched shows when they were younger. So, I mean, like major pain came out when we were pretty young. Mm -hmm. I brought up Homer Brown. You brought up Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Tour story was on one of the lists, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, so it's either so I feel like when you're younger, you're more prone to watch something over and over again. Yeah, I agree. I mean, you got more time on your hands, definitely. Yeah. So, good lists. A- any uh, anything else, or any uh, of those stick out to you, or? Um, no, I don't think so. All right. Yeah. So appreciate you guys sending that stuff in. That was a fun conversation to have. Uh, those are some pretty good lists, so we'll see if anything new comes out that might actually make you watch it over and over again and change that. What was it? Oh, I saw something. Um, uh, about somebody watching a movie. Hold on, I gotta see this because the number's crazy. It's kind of like a, di- a some that we could have used for uh, the. Did you know? But uh, yeah, here we go. So 
talking about watching a movie over and over again, Netflix discovered that one of its users watched the B movie 357 times in a year. <laughs> I remember I remember you saying that one time, I, or at least I read it somewhere. Yeah. Maybe we talked about it. You know, I've seen the B movie. I don't understand why that person watched it so many times. There's, they got the explanation. So here, yeah. here's the thing. They got the explanation. So this was back, I think it was during the whole, whole entire year of 2017. They had one of those classic things where their kid loved the B movie <laughs> and was basically not a happy camper without the B movie. So they basically had it running on repeat for the entire year. Oh, yeah. So that's that's where you get 357 times in one year when there's only 364 days in the year. <laughs> but that's uh, that's pretty impressive. So Netflix actually, uh, from the story, Netflix actually checked on the user to find out what the explanation was and make sure everything was basically okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. That that is a that is impressive. So I saw a, a random fact on Netflix too that like fifty percent of the shows watched on Netflix are like The Office, something like that. Some crazy number, like more than any other show or movie. Huh? Like The Office is by far the most watched, and then I think Friends was second. Oh, yeah, I, I was going to say, I have to imagine Friends is up there because my wife is pumping those numbers like every single day. Yeah, mine too. It's just like on in the background. And I'm just like, what? <laughs> Anyways, it is what it is. What it is. It's paid for. It's not, it's not like an additional cost. So. Right. But <clears throat> speaking about movies that you might wind up watching over and over again, as uh you know if it's good enough we're going to be talking about uh something here that just came out and i had it ready but man i had it at the perfect part of that song oh, that was man, supposed to... he failed ah well no the stupid thing there So, for our main topic, I'm going to let it play out. We're going to discuss the new Godzilla movie a little bit. And uh, we're actually going to have a special guest share their thoughts and opinions. Not live. They left us voicemails and everything. So, uh, we'll be doing it that way. But, uh, just going to be having a little bit of talk about Godzilla in general. And that movie just came out, and I know that we'll have some information to share about it and how how it's been going so far. But mm-hmm. uh, monster movies are always fun. But we're going to take a moment here and hear two voicemails from our old friend, the former co-host of the Blue Brothers Sportscast, Craig, has called in because he is undoubtedly the biggest Godzilla fan I know of. I'm sure that's probably the same for you, Brandon. Yeah, I would think so. 
Yeah, so he with the movie having come out and us being Brandon and I both being parents of young children and not having the opportunity yet to do so and watching the movie, uh, we brought in our aged expert <laughs> uh, who undoubtedly we knew was going to watch the movie as soon as possible and share his thoughts on everything. So here we're going to hear from Craig here for a little bit. Hey guys, this is uh, Blue Brothers Craig giving you guys a call, a blast from the past, but uh was told to call in because you guys are talking about my two favorite subjects tonight, which is great. You're talking about Michigan football and you're talking about Godzilla, which is something from a childhood a dream of mine of watched running home from um, elementary school to watch uh, Godzilla week. Every day at four o'clock, I'd run home and watch that and just loved it and collect all kinds of memorabilia and stuff. But, uh, wow, what a topic coming off a uh, great movie. Fantastic movie, actually. Um, but, uh, to talk about Godzilla, you really almost have to break them up into, uh, eras and things like that because you, you know, you get the fifties Godzilla, you got the sixties Godzilla and then so on and so forth. And then, um, you got the 2000 Godzilla, which is really good. Um, but um, some of the characters are just uh, well-established and wonderful. I mean, obviously you got Godzilla, King Ghidorah, which is also Monster, Monster Zero, who probably gives Godzilla the most biggest fit because he's the uh, toughest one. And um, and obviously Rodan and Mothra, which is great. Um, but the stylized versions are just wonderful. The ones that the movie just came out, just obviously updating them and making them look realistic is really cool. But some of my favorites are the ones that haven't even been, you know, a lot of people don't know about Kamanga, which is great. It's like a giant spider who shoots webbing and gives Godzilla a tough time to get break free. Um, get Angiris. I know Brandon knows about him. He's great. Uh, he's got spikes on his back. He's cool, but, um, He's not really, uh, doesn't have a lot of strength and anything, but he's really, really tough. He has a hard time, uh, getting knocked down and, and beat up. He's a tough, tough cookie. Um, and then you've got, uh, uh, you know, other characters that were just really great, man. And, uh, some of them are great. Even King Kong is, uh, one of Godzilla's foes, but, um, and though, you know, that's what's interesting about this whole Godzilla thing is there's so many monsters, so many characters that they went and you got the giant crane manises, you got things like that giant lobster. Um, I can, I can get into their names too if I wanted to, but, uh, <clears throat> um, some of my favorites is just, you know, I think Godzilla in general just transcends so much. I mean, we're talking about, uh, one of the, I think they are one of the longest running, um, characters. You know, we're talking about God, God, Gorgira from 1954 and then Godzilla, Raymond Burr, 1956. So, so you're talking about 1954 all the way till now. Um, that's probably the longest running character, I think, in cinematic history. So, uh, that, that tells you th what Godzilla. See, I gotta get this timer thing right because it, <laughs> cut me off but um continuing on with uh some of the newer ones uh you know you got destroya and you got orga and um, um characters like that i'm sure brandon will touch on but um it's fascinating to see these kind of characters come to life and how they're going to be able to use them in film right now because we've got cgi and things updating them but um yeah 
fantastic. Uh, it's wonderful. I mean, I've got all the Godzilla posters. I've got a few of the characters and little action figures. But, uh, I mean, you know, what is it about him? I guess the very fact is it's it's similar to why I love the MCU and comics. It's, you know, I'm, I'm kind of reliving my childhood, the nostalgia of it. Um, and I think we all kind of have that. That's something that we glob onto as being kids. But that was one that just literally... It was comics, Michigan football, and Godzilla was like my thing. And then obviously I collect old uh, 50s, 60s um, movie sci-fi posters too. So that's one of my passions. I love it. But um, yeah, um, great subject. I know I love it. I don't, you know, it's it's very focused. But uh, I think a lot of people like it because I think you're starting to see a lot of fans coming around to see Godzilla, and hopefully they get to see watch some of the older ones. I know they might be cheesy and you got the guy, the Japanese version of, you know, the guy in the rubber suit, but um, they, they really worked hard at what they did. And I think they just came up with a good product and, um, you know, as as cheesy as the rubber rubber suits are, um, I found it fascinating. So uh, thanks guys. Have a good show. Okay. See ya. All right. Big thank you out to Craig for, uh, sharing his thoughts and all his different experiences with uh, Godzilla there. Very long running, just like he said. Uh, he didn't really get into uh, his thoughts specifically on some of the movies, but I guess I'll share it for him. I mean, his favorite Godzilla movie by far was the 1998 one. So, um... <laughs> 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 no, just, just kidding. If anybody knows Craig, he will uh, adamantly, adamantly um burn that thing to the ground oh he hates the movie he hates the director (laughs) (laughs) i've heard him go off about that movie before yeah and um so i i was wondering if he was because i didn't get a chance to listen to his voicemails before we uh hit the record button but he shared um i've got two tweets from him from right after he watched it and he said he just got out of seeing the Godzilla movie absolutely sick movie start to finish and then like 10 fire emojis <laughs> um, and then his other one directly with uh, thoughts on the movie he's like if you like the other Godzilla movie but wanted more action and monsters then the Godzilla movie more than delivers long live the king so he uh, I think he kind of kind of like this one a little bit better than the one in 1998 just a little bit <laughs> yeah to say the least and uh i know he really enjoyed the 2014 one as well because him and i went and saw that one together oh nice yeah so yeah so we'll we'll be having a little bit of a godzilla conversation uh hopefully eventually i don't know if it'll be while it's still in theaters but we'll get around to being able to see it and uh be able to share a personal shot thoughts and everything but yeah godzilla is just an interesting topic for all the things that craig just said about the longevity and things like that and brandon i know you're more well versed in this than i am you've had plenty more conversations with craig about it so i'll kind of hand things over to you to uh for the conversation so yeah uh like craig and i guess like you know a lot of fans of godzilla that i grew up watching the movies um my dad would always tape them 
off TV like late at night because he worked third shift. So on weekends, you know, he, he didn't even go to sleep till probably like two in the morning. So anytime there was a, a Godzilla movie on, he would always tape it for my brother and I. Um, so we, had, we were able to watch a lot of that. Uh, we would watch a lot of the other monster movies that might be on, you know, Mystery Science Theater. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I mean, back in the the nineties, it was kind of hard to find Godzilla movies. Either you had to catch them late night, like my dad did, or you know, every once in a while you'd be lucky enough to find, you know, one on a VHS at um, you know a store like uh, Fisher's Big Wheel that doesn't exist anymore, <laughs> <laughs> or you know, Walmart when that came around. Uh, every once in a while, you get lucky and you'd find one, and you had to buy it because you know if you didn't, the next time you came, it was gone. Yeah. Um. You know, and it wasn't until probably like 1997 that I was aware of all the Godzilla movies that existed because I got this encyclopedia at the outlet malls and and Birch Run, and it just blew my mind to how many movies actually were out. Yeah. Uh, and not even all of them that were in there were available in America yet. Mm-hmm. So, uh, man, you know, Craig talked about quite a few of the monsters, and I know his his favorite Godzilla movie is uh, Son of Godzilla. Okay, because of um, how many monsters are in it, and just it shows like Godzilla and his and his son, whose name is Minya, on Monster Island where they lived the whole time. Uh, that's you know, those are those are kind of. Son of Godzilla and Godzilla's Revenge that came around the same time are, are both kind of goofy. Godzilla's Revenge especially. Uh, it, they kind of went off the deep end and it was totally like focused towards kids and there's just goofy stuff happening, but you know, it just adds to the charm of them. Uh, <laughs> uh, like Craig said, it, it's he's got to be one of the longest running characters. Like The only one I can think of that they're still making movies for is King Kong. Yeah, because King Kong came out in 1938, I think, something like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's mm-hmm. a lot of the reason why they the original Godzilla movie was made because of the success of King Kong. Yeah, um, like I say, my favorite Godzilla movie is Godzilla versus Mechagodzilla. And that, if I was to do a top ten most movies watched in my life, that would probably be on there. Nice. Yeah, and it's it's that one's from the seventies. Uh, it's kind of crazy too because the story is like there's these like alien like Martian apes that disguise themselves as humans <laughs> that come to um, Japan and they try to take over the world with a big robotic Godzilla. <laughs> I mean, it's as amazing as it sounds. Uh, you get a few uh, cool monsters in it. I mean, obviously, you get Godzilla. Mechagodzilla is really cool. Basically, he's just like a big robotic version of Godzilla. He's got a bunch of missiles on him and a force field and pretty much anything you can think of. He's He's got all the weapons, and he gives Godzilla a hard time. Uh, so in and- that movie, did... Did Mecha Godzilla pick a fight with Godzilla, or did Godzilla like go after Mecha Godzilla for being a poser? <laughs> well, actually, it's funny you say that because it starts off with uh, the the Mecha Godzilla robot is covered in like a fake skin to make him look like Godzilla. 
what Craig mentioned, uh, Ingurus, who's always Godzilla's buddy that always wants to help. He's like he kind of looks like an Ankylosaurus. He's like short little guy. He's got like a big shell with uh, with spikes all over it. Uh-huh. He, he's 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 like that friend that's always willing to help, but always gets his butt kicked, and you have to help him in the end. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it's pretty. It's kind of gruesome because. You know, Aguirre tries to help, and he ends up damaging Mechagodzilla's like fake skin, so you can see like the the metal underneath. So he ends up shedding that, and then he grabs uh, Aguirre's mouth and like pulls it open and breaks his jaw. And oh, you man. see like a bunch of blood and everything, which wasn't very common in Godzilla movies. Like it's a pretty, pretty uh, gory monster movie. Uh, There's I blood see. spurts and everything. Um, I see why that one's your favorite. <laughs> got got the horror I, aspect with it. Yeah, and I watched this as a kid. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so I mean, the monsters you get in the movie, you get Godzilla, Mechagodzilla, Anguirus, and then there's another monster named um, King Caesar. And he's like this giant, uh, like lion creature. He's like a lion mixed with a dog, and he. He's like sleeping in this mountain, and they have to. He has to be awoken by like a song, and the song is like ten minutes long, <laughs> and they play like the whole thing. Uh, I mean, as a kid, I used to fast forward through it just so I could see like the monster fight. <laughs> nice, but yeah, I mean, at the end, him and Godzilla team up to take on Mecha Godzilla. Hmm. Yeah, well, I can say I've seen some of the older ones for sure. Um, I actually have missed out watching the uh, 2014 one, so I need to get around to watching that. Yeah, that one was that one was pretty good. Uh, a lot of people gave it kind of a hard time, you know, because there wasn't Godzilla wasn't in it too much, and it was more about the human story. Mm-hmm. But you know, I enjoyed it. I liked it. I saw it in theater. Uh, I saw it a couple times after that. I mean, the, the acting was pretty good. Um. When got me first see Godzilla, it's pretty awesome how like his like establishing shot goes. Um, some of the shots you get to see like there's a bunch of uh, soldiers parachuting down around Godzilla, so you get to see like the scale of him compared to the people. It's it's pretty awesome. Nice. Yeah, and, yeah. and at the end where he fights this, these other monsters called um, they're called Mutos. Like mm-hmm. M-U-T-O-S. Um, it stands for... It's like Massive Unidentified Something. <laughs> I can't think of what it is. Yeah. Um, but the way... He fights with them at the end, and I mean, the way that he kills one of them is pretty awesome. I'll just say that. Nice. I'll have to be checking that out. So, um, I will say this, though. Like I said, I've caught some of the things. I mean, I was... When we grew up, it wasn't really, you know, I, well, I never, I didn't think it was so much the craze. It was, there was kind of that uh, splurge of movies that uh, came out for Godzilla still during that time. And I remember getting some of the toys and things like that. But uh, I didn't realize that the 1998 movie was the first American made Godzilla movie. Yeah. Yeah, so Yeah, there's there's only been three. So there's uh Godzilla ninety eight, 
uh, the one in 2014, and uh, Godzilla King of the Monsters that just came out. All yeah. the other ones are Japanese. Um, Craig mentioned uh, the original Gojira. Uh, that was it, the American. The Americans took part of that movie, and then they spliced an American actor, Raymond Burr, to he did more of like explanation of what was going on. And it's kind of funny because they show him and he's supposed to be like interacting with these people that are in the movie, but he's not there. So it's really, really kind of odd in some spots. <laughs> uh, you know, it's it's still a pretty good movie. The original one, Gojira, is by far the best. But, you know, the, the King of the Monsters one's not too bad either. Nice. Yeah, so I'm looking, I pulled up a list and was looking at some things getting ready for tonight. And so with the one that came out... um this year there are 35 godzilla movies between mm-hmm. 1954 and 2019 there's another one set for release next year actually so yeah it's supposed to be uh godzilla versus kong yeah so that'll be interesting so yeah just one of those uh long um characters that have had longevity and everything and uh, pretty good, entertaining. I feel like even if people don't like Godzilla, Godzilla in general, they would probably find maybe like the 1998 Godzilla because that one was kind of popular even with people who didn't like monster movies for obvious reasons <laughs> because of Craig's opinion of that movie. <laughs> and I will admit, when you look and compare everything, because I thought maybe there was some other stuff. I mean, 98, I didn't really, you know... And there wasn't a lot of information out there about all the other ones that had been made. So that one definitely is the black sheep and not, I mean, it's a monster movie, but it's not your typical Godzilla monster movie. So, right. I mean, at the end, I mean, well, spoiler, but I mean, come on, it's been 21 years since that movie came out (laughs) that, uh, in Godzilla 98, he's killed with missiles. And in all the other Godzilla movies, like, he's shot with missiles, like, hundreds of times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nothing happens. So it's just it's an interesting movie, to say the least. Yeah, no, I can agree with that. So, <clears throat> but yeah, recommendation definitely from Craig. Big Godzilla fan recommends the new Godzilla movie. Thanks again, Craig, for those voicemails. Um... So if you are in any way, shape, or form a Godzilla fan, then chances are you'll like the new one. Uh, Brandon, anything else that you might want to add? Or uh, I just wanted to say that the, the new movie, it it opened up at number one in a box office. It, it did $49 million. Uh, I guess they were expecting it to do around 8 to $10 million more uh, because the 2014 uh, did so well. Like, it did... Uh, 44 million more than Godzilla King of the Monsters. Yeah, well, but, I feel I mean, still it's it's still number one in the box office, so that's nothing to blow your nose at. Yeah, I feel like there's been a lot of stuff going on with movies recently. So I mean, it's a good spot for it to come out, considering mm-hmm. that nothing else is out uh, like that is out really right now. Yeah, but also I, you know, people might be a little fatigued with all the movies that they've had to see recently or felt the need to see. So right, yeah. But 
All right. Well, yeah, good fun conversation there with Godzilla. Um, well, like I said, Brandon and I will try to get around to watching it, and then we might break it down a little bit more when we do that. It's kind of a new thing for us to dive into specific movies and uh, maybe current things going on. So we're going to look into experimenting with that, maybe planning things out. You know, both of us watching the same movie, whether it's new or old, and then talking about it for an episode and things of that nature. So, but, uh, but yeah, we will move forward then. All right, so this week's Garbage Play is going to take us all the way across the world, and we're going to the wonderful country of Australia. G'day, mate. Throw another shrimp on the barbie. (laughs) So uh, this one comes to you from the uh, sport of rugby, where in an Australian rugby match, a toddler walked onto the field during the game and fortunately a player picked up the little girl and got her off the field before anything bad happened but that's not the real fail of the situation the real fail of all this is that the fact that the girl's father saw her on the field but quote thought that she was the ball (laughs) so parent uh father of the year award getting ready for father's day here coming up congratulations on thinking your kid was the ball on the rugby field (laughs) what an idiot (laughs) (laughs) oh god that's great yeah i don't know i watched the video too and it was kind of hard to tell i couldn't tell if it was you know a big match where people were in the stands or if it was like a smaller one you know like a college stadium where the stands are practically on the field uh so i don't know how far away the person the dad may have been from watching but if your kid got i don't know anyways not not going to get into parenting advice so But yeah, that that uh, that one stood out to me, and I thought that was pretty entertaining. <laughs> so we're coming up to the end of the episode, where we're going to do our two-minute drill, throw as much as possible as happened in the past week at you in two minutes. Brandon, you ready? Let's do it. All right, here we go. Starting things off, Robert Pattinson is officially going to be your next Batman for a three-movie series. Yay, will Batman sparkle? Brandon. <laughs> uh, there was a new trailer released for Rambo Last Blood. Uh, it looks pretty awesome, Caleb. Uh, Michigan football, Chris Evans will not play for Michigan this season. It has been reported that the decision was made by the university and not specifically by the football program. Brandon. Uh, the Stanley Cup Finals are currently tied at two. Uh, the St. Louis Blues tied it up tonight with a win of 4-2. Caleb. All right. A big happy birthday for the 70th birthday of John Falk, who is uh, who works with the Michigan football equipment. And he started his Michigan career at age 23. He is still there at age 70. Brandon. Uh, DeAndre Haynes and Luke Yaklich. Uh, are leaving Michigan basketball. There are two assistant coaches that were highly regarded. Caleb. Uh, more Michigan football as the times for some of the games have been released. And interestingly enough, the first game for the season for the Wolverines will be a 7.30 p.m. game against Middle Tennessee. Uh, Middle Tennessee State. Sorry. Brandon. Uh, the Michigan baseball team currently leads Creighton 17-5 in the tournament regional. Caleb. 
Uh, the NBA Finals between the Raptors and the Warriors is tied 1-1, to and the next game is going to be this coming Wednesday at 9 p.m. Eastern. Brandon. Uh, WWE has its third show in Saudi Arabia. It's um, on Friday. It's called Super Showdown. And another bit of WWE news I've got, they released a 24-7 title, and the fans seem to hate it. Caleb. Nice. Uh, California bill will, will allow college players to hire agents, sign endorsement deals, and negotiate with private companies for use of their name and images, likeness of video games, speakers, and, uh, sneakers, and other goods. Uh, neither the NCAA or colleges could stop them if the bill goes through. And that wraps things up. So that is potential of what's happened with that bill. So there you go. There's your two-minute drill for this week. All right. Well... Thanks, everybody, for hanging out with us. Uh, we always appreciate you guys coming back each week. Uh, we do need a question for the week. And how do we want to phrase the monster question? It kind of... What's your favorite monster from monster movies? Is that the best way to say it? Um. Yeah, I guess. I mean, what's your favorite, favorite monster from... Monster movies. That's really me. The only way you can phrase it. Yeah, no, I feel kind of weird saying monster for monster movies, but yeah, I think that's it. So, so we're going to go with that. So <clears throat> this week, share with us, what is your favorite monster from monster movies? Obviously Godzilla, King Kong are kind of up there as the big names and everything, but share with us. I mean, you've, uh, Craig and Brandon, were just talking about a bunch of other ones and everything. Doesn't always have to be the quote unquote good monster. So by all means, go out, tell us what you like, and uh, we'll share some of the results next week. Also, we'll be having a new tournament uh, poll, well, not poll, tournament on Twitter, so be on the lookout for that. And just a quick reminder before we end, the like we said, episodes will be releasing on Tuesdays, so just don't be weirded out if you don't see anything on Mondays, so prepare for that. Anything else, Brandon, before we're out? No, I don't think so. Um, like you said, uh, uh, keep an eye open. Um, Tuesday morning, uh, there's going to be a new tournament release. Nice. So thanks again, everybody, for hanging out. And uh, we look forward to more content, sports and non-sports related, coming at you here during the off season. And until next time, go blue. Go blue. Go blue.